0: my little ladybugs. I'm so excited today. I'm so happy to have Miss Lauren Glenn here. Let me tell you about her man. Um, Go check out her Instagram because literally how her Instagram looks is how bright and bubbly her personality is. Um, We kind of like grew up together. We have this like we like we're actually kind of related, which is kind of (laughs) funny, but it's through marriage and it's kind of hilarious that we actually are. But we went to school together for a little bit and here we are uh, a long time later and now we've come full circle. So it's really good to see you. And I'm super excited to hear more about you and your story. But Lauren, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and your testimony?
1: Yes. Okay, I'm so happy to be on here. I think what you're doing is so cool and I know it's impacting a lot of people. Um, so I'm just excited to be a part of a little bit of it. So um I am a freshman in college at the U of a. Um, I'm 19 and let's see, I got saved when I was six and baptized and I just kind of like, didn't remember. I was like, wait, I feel like I should remember this day, you know, and I was so little that I didn't really remember it. So I got rededicated when I was 12, um, at church camp and rebaptized. And I remember that day so vividly now. And I'm so glad that I did that. It was just a really good decision. Um, and just throughout my life, like, you know, I've always tried to follow Jesus, um, and follow what he says. Um, and I think that's gotten me, you know, to where I am today and I've been through a lot of things. Um, I've been through a lot of trials, but through those trials is when I learn the most and I learned the most about like the character of God. And I think that is just so cool. And especially to like right now, to where I am right now in college. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that college is like so hard and people don't really tell you that, you know, they tell you, they're like, oh my gosh, you're going to have the best four years of your life. Like um, you're going to meet your best friends, your bridesmaids, whatever, you know, you yes. know, it all, we'll say, um, and so I just came in with so many expectations. Like I was like, I'm going to, you know, meet the best people, you know, immediately, like I'm going to have the best semester. And it ended up being really hard. Um, <laughs> yeah. when those expectations weren't met, it just kind of like went downhill and I never like experienced anything like that because I had gone to Shiloh for 10 years, And i never really had a change since third grade. And so that change kind of hit me hard. And um, I just kind of like lost myself for a little bit. Like I just um, wasn't finding my identity in God. I was really just in finding my identity and like how many friends I had, you know, just like Mm -hmm. finding people immediately, just like things like that. And it just was not fulfilling at all. And um, I just, you know, stayed in my room. I didn't want to see people like it just, I was just sad and lonely and Mm -hmm. loneliness is like not a fun feeling at all. Like I know a lot of people have experienced it and it is just not good. Um, (laughs) so I just, well, I I went to passion. I know you went to, and it was like the most amazing thing in the world. And, um, I, something that really stuck to me was what Sadie Robertson said. She had an, uh, um, a message over identity and her, topic was who am I? And it was, that was one of my favorites. I loved it. But one thing she said that really hit me hard was, um, whoever is on the throne of your life will tell you who you are. And I think that is so true. And I think she means it very literally because it's so easy to let doubt and fear and anxiety sit on the throne of your life. And, um, I think that will tell you who you are if you let that control your life. And that's exactly what I did to me was I let those things tell me who I was and control my life instead of letting Jesus sit on the throne of my life and tell me who I am. And um, another thing she said was, we have to understand God to know who we are and to know what we're called to do. And the tool of that is the Bible. And um, so I just really like dug into the word. I was like, oh my gosh, that's the only thing that's gonna, I mean, it really is like, but the truth that I like received from that was so cool because the Bible just Portrays the character of God in a way that is like so overwhelming. Like the words that are used for Him, there's like a million different words that describe the name of Jesus, and um, that's a tool to knowing like who we are and what we're called to do is just understanding God and who He is. And so, once I learned how to do that, I mean, it was just amazing. Like, and once Sadie said all those things, I just kind of like surrendered right then and there. Like everything that I had gone through um, first semester, and it just, I mean it like changed my life. It really did. Mm -hmm. And yeah, um, there's one like book that I want to like share um, that I just kind of like really relied on Mm -hmm. throughout that time. And um, it's a book that like everyone knows, but I feel like it's so easy like to look over and just to be like, oh my gosh, you know, you've heard it your whole life, but it's Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd. And I know like I would read through it and be like, oh my gosh, yeah, the Lord's my shepherd. He leads me to, you know, I've heard it my whole life. Yeah. But once I like actually like learned what it was saying and the power that it holds, I mean, the truth, like it reveals is so crazy. So I just want to read that chapter really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but it says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Um, I just think that is so cool because Mm -hmm. um, I think it's a physical picture of a spiritual truth, you know, just like how the sheep... Like run away, and the shepherd like comes and brings them back to who they are, and that's exactly what the Lord did for me is when I was led astray, and when I felt disconnected from him, he chased after me, and he pulled me back to him, and like it literally just says like he leads me beside still waters, he restores my soul um when we like walk through the valley of the shadow of death, when we walk through hard times, like he is with us, and I just I don't know it's it's just awesome. Um, but yeah I just think that chapter is so powerful and it's something that's easily overlooked Um, but it's amazing
0: <laughs> yeah no for sure I think freshman year is so hard Um, I struggled with literally the same thing my freshman year and it's something that I wish that somebody would have prepared you for
1: oh my gosh same
0: because I you know you're prepared for everything else like you know say no to parties, say no to drinking, say no to this, do this, don't do Mm -hmm. this. And, but you're not told like, this is going to be a trial of your faith. You're going to feel lonely, even though there's hundreds of people around you. Like for me, that was hard for me. I was like, I have a whole team. I have a whole campus. And yet Mm -hmm. i feel more lonely now than I did when I was in high school. And I had way less people. And so I was like, I don't know why I feel like that. And then it kind of just, you know, community became such an important thing because you can't just have a bunch of people around. You have to put people in your life that are going to push you towards Christ. And it's not even, you know, just that, like what you said, you know, kind of like who's leading your life. If you don't know who, who you, who's leading your life, like you're going to be left astray and you're going to feel lonely because the farther you get from him, the more lonely you are, even if you put more people in your life. And so it is crazy to think that, you know, it is so important to set him on the throne of your life, because that's the only way you're going to succeed. That's the only way you're going to be able to do anything without, you know, feeling empty from just the desires that, you know, your flesh desires. And so I, I remember, you know, that Psalm 23 was always something that Mm -hmm. our parents read to us when we were little, Uh It's something you remember, (laughs) like you have it all memorized and everything. But like you said, yeah, we look over that because he is our shepherd and it's just, it is crazy to think like we're sheep, we're sheep are dumb. Like they would literally just die if they didn't have a (laughs) shepherd. And so that's exactly what we are. We are led astray so often by all the little shiny things in the world. And so we have a pretty cool shepherd that will come after us, even though we're pretty dumb and are led astray.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: Um, so, I have this thing called mustard seed moments on here. And I think you kind of touched on it a little bit, but um, mustard seed moments is kind of like that little seedling of faith that, you know, was planted in your life and it's just like blown up, like sprouted. And, you know, so like, what was your mustard seed moment in your life that was kind of just like that little seedling that now is blossomed?
1: Yeah. Um, I think it stemmed from like, um, just like all the worries and anxiety. But, um, I think really just like the main thing was, um, just first of all, like realizing who I am and then just surrounding me with like amazing people that build me up and that push me to be that best version of myself. And I know people say it all the time, but like community is actually so important. Like in order to, um, like, I mean, just like, you know, surrounding yourself with like Christians, if that's, you know, what you believe. Um, But I just think that's amazing. Getting plugged into church. That was a big thing for me. was just like serving in church and surrendering my life to that and to um, the people around me. I just think that's so important, but that was kind of like what I realized was like, I need to put my priorities, you know, to like things that are going to matter later on, Um, like church people, you know, stuff like that. So that was, probably. I don't know if that answered it very well. No, but. yeah.
0: No, it did for sure. Um it's it's so crazy to me because community probably has come up in every single one of my episodes because of its importance. Like everybody's like, you know, I was struggling and then I found a group of people or and it, and I'm like that's the same for me. Like you have to have people in your life that are going to push you to be better not only as a person but also in your faith. Yes. And um so yeah, I think it is super important especially in college because there are so many things that could lead you astray and having those people that are going to be like, Nope, no, like we're not going to do that. Um, it is helpful. And to have those people that are going to be like, Hey, let's, you know, let's dig deeper into the word. Cause I mean, like one thing I've had, like my friends literally called me this morning and they were like, we're reading Proverbs and we don't understand this. Like, do you understand this? And I was like, uh, no, I don't, but let me call my dad later and ask. And, and so it's just, yeah, it's just like, funny how, you know, you can have a whole group of people and we just kind of talk about things and it yeah. kind of opens up your mind to a bunch of different possibilities. But yeah. Um, and another thing I would ask, like, <laughs> what would be like a good piece of advice that you would tell like your younger self before going into college?
1: Yeah. Um I would, first of all, tell myself, like, it, it doesn't matter, like how many friends you have. It does not matter. Like, um, what sorority you're in, what things you're a part of. Um, I think it just matters like what you find your identity in because it's so easy to fall into finding your identity in the things of the world and the things that are around you. Um, and you don't even realize it, like you don't even realize how easily that slips in. And so I would just remind myself that like, you know, those things won't last forever. And the one thing that lasts forever is Jesus. And, um, yeah, I think I would just remind, if I could go back and do that, I would, but obviously I can't. So um, I just, you know, think that's important. And for anyone else that like is struggling through that too, I think, you know, I mean, I I feel you, like I hear you, like, I know that like most people do go through that freshman year. And so I just like, you know, encourage anyone that like, it does get better. And Jesus shows us that like through the darkest times, like, he reveals like those truths to us, like through those darkest times. And, um, it does get better, even though you're like waiting there, like, oh my gosh, when is this going to get better? Like, am I going to find friends? Like, um, he shows us that like it 1000% will get better because of him. And so I think that is just so cool. Yeah, Yeah.
0: for sure. That's the kind of the same thing I would do too, because I, I just, I always identified as like, the athlete. Like I was the athlete in my family. I was the person that played sports. Like I played softball. I was on the softball team. Like that's, I talked about that last night with like my study group. I was like, yeah, um, I completely engulfed myself in being identified as an athlete. And so like, when that's taken away, you're like, what am I, who am I like, what do I do? And so then going to college and like finding that regardless of if you played sports or not, like, it's so weird. Because you're like now, I have so many options to do what? Like, what do I like? Picking a major so hard, and Mm. because I'm like, I like everything. I want to try it all. I don't want to be limited to just one thing. And so it's so weird having to go in and find something, and then you're like, in reality, this doesn't, this isn't even going to matter as long as everything I'm doing is for the glory of God, because He should be leading my life. Like, it's just, it is crazy. It it blows my mind. Um, it's just, it's so weird. College is, it's <laughs> awesome. It's awesome. Like you have a lot of opportunities yeah. and we're blessed to be able to go to schools like the ones we go to. And so yeah. um, it is awesome, but it is like, it's a really trying time for, you know, not only your faith, but you as a person, like your identity. And it's where you find out who you are apart from your family and your parents.
1: Yes. Yes it's crazy and it really is but it is fun like it really is it gets better yeah (laughs) I feel like most people like most people I talk to like literally go through the exact same thing and it's good to know that like you're not alone in that like while you think that people may be having the time of their life like they're actually struggling too and so it's nice to be able to relate I mean even you like it's nice to be able to relate to people who have gone through like similar things um because you can kind of like grow together but yeah
0: it's yeah yeah for sure um Oh my goodness. I was totally going to say something. and I blanked. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, well, so that gum. Oh yes. Um, while you were going through everything and Uh you know, now how do you try, how do you keep God at the center of your life and make sure he's the one on the throne that's leading your life?
1: Yes. I think, um, just waking up every day, choosing the Lord. Um, I think, starting your day with prayer is so powerful cuz it just kind of like sets the tone for your day and then just really like making an effort to get into the word every single day and which i mean i mess up a lot i don't get into the word every single day as much as i should yeah. but um i think just filling your life with the word and filling your life with this like truth will um keep him at the center of your life and will dictate you know what you think of yourself and um so I just try to do that. I try to just fill my life with the Bible, prayer, church, good friends. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of where I've seen like the most like not like success, but like, I don't know, just like joy, I guess. Like yeah. it's just crazy how much that will fill you with. Um, so yeah, I just say like waking up every day, choosing the Lord and not falling into the things of the world because like I mean you'll have so many things like try to like catch you off guard like if you have like a bad day like that'll like dictate like you know the rest of your day like but it's just whether you want to like give it to the lord or not so yeah for sure
0: yeah i think one of the things i've learned is it's like more of a genuine joy when you're in the word and you're focusing on the right things because it gets so hard sometimes depicting like what genuine joy is and then the joy that comes from things that, you know, I probably like music. I shouldn't be listening to or stuff stuff like that. It's just, it is crazy how your mindset completely changes when you make it a habit to put the Lord first. And, um, I mean, one thing I've noticed and I've had to tell myself to do because I just got done reading made for this moment by Maddie Pruitt. And if you haven't read it, Oh my
1: gosh, I love her. Okay. You need to read it. It's good.
0: (laughs) It's really good, especially for, um, college students. I think it does a good job of, setting your priorities straight, I think. But, um, so I just got done reading that at the end of January and, um, she talks about non-negotiable, non-negotiables in there. And I was like, okay, like, you know, I feel like I have these. And she was like, no, write them down five things and always prioritize Jesus over all of them. And I was like, okay. She was like, um, write down the five things you have to do every day before you do anything else. Like, before you go hang out with friends before you go get Chick-fil-A or whatever um and so I was like okay so I didn't write them down but like I have them visualized right yes. like they're in yeah. my head and so like now in the mornings I like to get up and go work out but now yeah. I'm like no I will stop I will do my devotion before I go work out and there it totally go. changes my mindset right before yeah. I even work out because instead of thinking you know and Carly touched on this last week on the podcast but Um, how working out isn't, you know, for my benefit and how I look and, you know, how good I look in leggings. It's more of, you know, for like my physical fitness. And um, I know Sadie's husband has a podcast about like physical fitness.
1: Uh Uh-huh. I I listened to one the other day because it was so good. It's exactly what you just said.
0: Yes. It's so good. And just realizing like my physical fitness is not for me, but it's for God. Like, And so it's something crazy that I've had to realize is like, you know, although I know I want to look good Mm -hmm. and like want to look good this summer, but it's not about me. And that's what's Mm -hmm. been put into my mind. And I've been like really focusing on it because Carly touched on it. I was like, you know what? That one really hit me. That one, that one was like a punch (laughs) to the gut because I was like, yeah, that's me. Like I do that. I go into the gym and I stare at myself a little bit too much when I, max out on squat or something. So I thought that was interesting.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Cause I feel like that's a lot of people's goals coming into like January. It's like, Oh, I want to start looking good for summer, spring break. And then it's hard to like, you know, get your like mindset straight, but I've never, I never thought of that until I heard that podcast. So I was like, wow, I never really thought of it like that, you know, because it really is true. Cause it says like, do everything as heartily unto the Lord. And I think like that includes I mean, everything in our life, but like working out, like, it's like, oh my gosh, we need to do this as hard as we can for the Lord and for his glory instead of us, you know, exactly what he said. But
0: it totally goes back to how you said, like putting him on the throne, like how Sadie said, which obviously I'm a huge mega fan of Sadie and her whole family. (laughs) So it's like, you know, I could talk about her all day, but um, it is like, there's a whole verse in the Bible and which I don't have you know, prepared, of course, Um, but there is a whole verse about it. And so it's Uh like crazy, but it goes back to just putting him on the throne of our life and realizing literally every single thing we do every day, like fueling our body with food, like it's because my body is his temple. Like, it's just everything you do should be going back to Christ and like should be all for his glory. So it just, yeah, like focusing on who is leading your life, who is at the Mm -hmm. throne of your life.
1: Yes. Yes. It's so powerful. It yes, really is. It's so good. Yeah. Um,
0: I've just, I'm, oh my God, I'm just so glad you're on here. Like <laughs> that's so sweet. Like, It's so fun. Like
1: oh, it's no. one of those
0: things that I've just been trying to, it's one of those things that I am like searching. I'm like who in my life has not only made an impact, but I know is being a light for the Lord. And so, I mean, you can even tell a distance and I know social media is just like the highlight reels trust me I get it but like even from a distance I'm like oh my gosh that girl is doing good things at Arkansas like she's making a difference and so that's like you can literally see you from a distance that you are you have Christ on the throne of your life
1: thank you that's so sweet and I could say the exact same thing for you like exactly with what you're doing with this you know it's reaching hundreds of people and I think that's so cool um and I know like all you've gone through with softball and you know all that stuff that's happened I know like that was probably so hard but I can tell like you know you're doing greater things and I think that's so cool because it's so hard when things are thrown at you like that when you least expect it um so I'm like really proud of you for just choosing to like you know push through it and you know, do this kind of stuff. I think that's awesome. Like it's girly. Oh, it's so crazy. Yeah, I know.
0: It's, it is crazy. And I was talking yeah. last night um, with people and they're like, you know, is it super hard to create a podcast? I'm like, no, if you have any idea that, I mean, like the social media part is kind of hard to keep up with, but like yeah. actually making the podcast not hard at all. Like, Oh yeah. And so I'm, I'm like, dude, if you ever think about wanting to do it or even a YouTube channel, I have told people over and over again, like your story is so important because there's so many people that might have a story like yours and they feel alone. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm so glad you're on here because you're talking about the things that, you know, I felt and I know other girls have felt too. Mm -hmm. So it's just like your story, regardless of how you feel like in your life is affecting others, it could help somebody so much. And so I just think it's so important. And so I'm like, dude, if you ever think about, you know, starting a YouTube, being on a podcast, whatever, I'm like, do it. Even though (laughs) like, you never know who's going to hear that. That's going to, it's going to change their life.
1: That's so awesome.
0: Yeah. I love it. It brings me lots of joy. It, it gives me something to fuel all my energy into because you know I got a lot. Oh, yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) I know what you're saying. Yeah. It's Um, so awesome. It's super fun. But I do have another question for you. Yes. Um, one question I've asked quite a few people on here is what is someone or something that has helped you um on your walk with Christ? Whether it's like helping you in your faith or, you know, helping keep you accountable or starting your faith, any of that.
1: Mm Yes, okay, so I don't know if you've met my grandma, you may have i have yeah, okay, yeah That's what I thought. um, but, and my mom, too, like they're both amazing people, but me and my grandma literally are like the same person, it's kind of like scary, um but <laughs> we like just i mean i don't know, we just like think the same, we like do the same things, like um, but she is probably the woman that like just portrays Christ more than I've ever seen in my life, like. I mean, she's the definition of waking up every day, choosing him. She doesn't, she never skips her devotional in the morning. I mean, it's just, she's just such a good example, like not only for our family, but for me, since I am like so much like her. Um, But I, you know, she's helped me a lot through this semester and, or this last semester. And um, she just encourages me, you know, like Jesus is better, Lauren, like he, he's better than all of this. Like he, he is um, sovereign and just encouraging me to like read my Bible and just pursue him. Um, like God pursues us. I think that's so crazy. And just, she's just my prayer warrior too. Like Mm -hmm. she will uh, pray out loud all day just for her kids. And, um, for me and that's, and I know she's doing that. And that's just such a comfort knowing that like, she is praying for me. I feel like she has like a telephone right to God. It's (laughs) crazy. Um, but yeah, I think she's, she's just helped me through so much. And I know my mom's been you know, praying for me so much, and she's like giving me this book to read. Actually, it, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Don't Let the Enemy Have a Seat at Your Table by Louis Giglio. Yeah, it was that passion, I think. Yeah, my mom read it, and so I'm about to start it, and she gave that to me because, um, she just has been like praying that over me, like, don't let the enemy have a seat at your table, like, don't, you know, because he's right there waiting for us to mess up, and he's right there waiting for us to, um, find our identity in the world. And then he's going to run with it because he's there to steal, kill and destroy. So, um, she just constantly reminded me of that to just, you know, just stay firm in the Lord and don't let the enemy dictate your life. Um, so I would say those are like the two people that really have just, um, poured into me and helped me and been the best example for me through my walk with Christ. So.
0: Yeah, for sure. (laughs) That's so funny that you mentioned your grandma, because I think of my Nana as the same way. Uh I'm like, Nana, (laughs) I literally was talking with Amory and I was like, Nana is literally like my favorite person on this earth. Like, I could not do it without her. She is one of my besties and I call her all the time. And I just, (laughs) like you said, she is a prayer warrior. And I'm like, one day, even now, I want to be like you so bad because there is. I'm like, when, when, one day when you get to heaven, God forbid, I hope that doesn't happen, <laughs> soon, but yes. one day when you get to heaven, God's going to wrap you up in his arms and be like, man, you're a good warrior mm-hmm. for me. You are a good, He's, faithful servant. Yes, he will. And, and it's like so encouraging to have somebody like that in your life to just look up to. That's why, yes. again, community is so important, but yes. having family that is in the word. And I mean, it is the biggest blessing because not a lot of people have that. Yes. And we are yes. so blessed to have families and grandparents that are like that. Mm-hmm. It's crazy.
1: Yes. No, it really is. Yeah. Thank the Lord for that. Yes, for sure. I mean, I seriously. And Nana, it's she has the best
0: sense of humor too. Like she's so funny. <laughs> I love like that. obviously we're alike, but in yes, funny in different ways. But yes. yeah, it's super fun and it's something that I wish everybody could have in their life I
1: know I know it it really is because it's so special that relationship is just so cool like I definitely would not be where I am without her she just oh my gosh she's the most amazing person I've ever met and I wish everyone could know her because it's like oh she impacts so many people but
0: no and my Nana's a really good cook too so I'm like oh yeah (laughs) that was on everything like (laughs) literally good at everything like all right now Nana She's got a bigger social calendar than I do. She's always busy. And I'm (laughs) like, Nana, seriously, what is going on? You have more friends than I do. And I'm in college. (laughs) And she's like, I just like to be around people. I'm like, yeah, me too. But I don't know how you do it. I mean, literally every time I call her, she's like, can I call you back tomorrow? I'm at a party. Nana. (laughs) Stop. Yeah. Yeah, It's so funny. Yeah. It's so funny, but yeah, it's awesome to have people like that in your life. And, um, (laughs) And people that you can see obviously have Christ at the center of their life and at the leading leading the pack. And it's it's pretty cool. Yes, it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love it.
0: Yeah. Do you have um before we close out, do you have anything you want to tell anybody? Any advice? Any anything that you feel the Lord is calling you to talk about?
1: Yeah. Um, I would just say, um, just continue to lean on the Lord when times get hard. I know I've, I said that the whole entire time. Um, but it's so important and it's so easy to forget. Um, cause we get so distracted in life. We get so busy and, um, we have things thrown at our face, especially in college. I feel like there's a million things going on and it's so easy to get distracted and mm-hmm. be like, Oh, I have to attend this. I have to attend this. I have to go to this or I'm going to miss out. Um, but you know, you just got to stay firm in your relationship with the Lord and what he's telling you to do and I think you'll succeed the rest of your life if you can do that so that's sure. pretty much it yeah,
0: yeah um I think it's well before I guess before we close out now I have Hell something yeah. else to say um but the other day at breakaway is this ministry on mm-hmm. on a ms campus and it's really cool but JP was talking and I don't know if you know him Is that Jay- but he's pretty good he has a podcast called becoming something oh I love him yes Yes, he's good. And, um, but he would talk the other day and I was like, oh, oh my gosh, and it was so, it was so good, but he was talking about being busy. And, um, and I think college is like where all of that starts. Like yeah. that's when adulting begins mm-hmm. and we have school and job and yes. all of these things and internships and thinking about jobs. And so it's, this whole thing and so it almost is worse than when you become an adult because there's just so much going on and so you're in this weird place between being a kid and being an adult and you're mm-hmm. trying to find yourself and all this stuff and so i think like he was talking about was we just get busy like yes. that's an excuse that's something that Satan throws at us mm-hmm. and we get too to busy for god we get too busy to be who god called us to be we get too busy to stay in the word. And that's something that obviously I've had to get used to too, because I, I am a busy body. I like to stay busy. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. but you know, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but no. remembering like prioritization and remembering that he should be leading my life instead mm-hmm. of me just adding things in my schedule. Like I need okay. to make sure I'm doing the things for him that he needs me to do and that I need to do to stay close to him before I go and do all my extracurricular things that probably yes. won't even matter. <laughs> so it's just, yeah. it is crazy um, that you said there are so many things thrown at us and just remembering yeah. like basically prioritizing, like you can do all these things, you can have all these busy schedules, but your priorities is where it's at. Like that's what really truly matters.
1: Yes. No, it's so true. Yeah, it really is. So
0: true. Uh-huh. Tell how Satan gets you that sneak a little bit. That's right. Oh, man. <laughs> don't like that guy. Yeah, me neither. (laughs) I'm not a fan. (laughs) No, we hate Satan fan club. Um, that's right. Yeah. Anyways, thank you so much for being on here, Lauren. I'm so glad. And I know this is going to just be so encouraging to some people out there. So I'm really excited. Um, but I'm super glad that you were on and thank you everybody for listening and watching And make sure to, you know, subscribe, do all the things, like it up. I don't know how that works. And anyways, I love you guys. Um, Just be the reason someone smiles today and go out there and be a light for the Lord. Bye, everybody.